Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you're all well. What have you been up to? How's life been going? Well, I'm so excited to talk to you today about one of my most favorite topics and something I feel particularly passionate about. It is treating yourself. Oh, my heavens. So, I want to talk about why we don't treat ourselves, why so many women, not all women, but so many women take care of others first, and why treating yourself, taking care of yourself, and valuing yourself truly matters. And I'm sure some of you might know this reference from Parks and Rec. Parks and Recreation, right? Donna and Tom have this day where they buy all the things. As Tom explains, he says, treat yourself, right? Once a year. And and they and he like, I have the gif. I'm gonna include the gif if you're gonna watch on the social medias. Um, once a year, Donna and I spend a day treating ourselves. What do we treat ourselves to? Clothes, treat yourself. Fragrant fragrances, massages, treat yourself, mimosas, a love it, fine leather goods, like it's the best day of the year, Tom says. Oh my gosh, if you have not watched this episode, I highly recommend, I should have done the research to tell you which episode it is, forgot to do that ahead of time, so we're just going to wing it, I'll put it in the show notes. But also, did you know that Parks and Rec fans celebrate this day on October 13th. What? I didn't know a client. I was talking to this um, about this day with a client and she sent me the Newsweek article on it. I love it. So, so, but to me, I think we should embrace this motto year round every day. So I frankly, personally, am not waiting for an annual day. And you can too embrace this idea of treating yourself. And so I want to be clear here. I want us to explore why we don't treat ourselves. What is it that holds you back? What keeps you from putting everyone else first, from understanding that you're, what, frankly, not good enough You don't matter that everybody's needs comes before your own. So those are some of the thoughts inherent in the conversations that I hear women having with themselves, with others, that there's not enough to go around. There's not, or there's never enough time or money or space or fill in the blank, right? Uh, I have too much responsibility. Or my favorite, which I use often, is that I'm the only one who can do X. So therefore, I don't have any time to treat yourself, right? Or another pernicious, unhelpful, disturbing thought is 
if it's not a big act of treating yourself, it's not worth it. If I can't spend all day relaxing, 10 minutes, why bother, right? And you might have heard embedded in those thoughts, cognitive distortions, right? Thoughts that like it's all or nothing. It's either go big or go home. There's never, it's like, it's always going to be this way. There's that permanency piece to this. And I want you to understand that if you're thinking these thoughts right now, you are not alone, please. And even if you, you get to the place where you're like, yes, I'm going to treat myself in some way every day, these thoughts will creep in. It's almost as if it is as if we are conditioned as women to put ourselves last, right? We have this idea of what a good mom does. A good mom, right, or a good woman, depending on if you're a mom, if your kids are out of the house, or if you're a wife, if you uh, have a partner, if you're like, that we need to be the last. And we've constructed stories around what it means and what good women look like, what good goodness looks like. And, and it often is that it's that martyr, um, dumb, that victim, um, that everybody else is, is, is more important. And if you start putting yourself first, or at least somewhere on the line, who are you? I remember, um, you guys know that I was raised um, by a dear mother who did not work outside of the home. And so I had a lot of thoughts to confront as someone who tried the stay-at-home thing. Like, I gave it a great old college try, but it is not in my wheelhouse. Um, I, I derive purpose and pleasure and meaning and passion from my work. That is not to say that people can't like get that at, from volunteer, from raising their family. But for me, it was just, this is part of my experience. But I felt such guilt for that. And yes, I know. I was in a place where I had the option to choose, to opt in, to to decide if I was going to work or not work. So, I don't want to I don't want you to hear in this statement that I don't recognize um that uh, that abundance, and by the way, next week is on this abundance um, and how we recognize abundance that is all around us or how we don't recognize abundance. Um, but oftentimes we are, we tell our thing, ourselves stories. We have these instruction manuals of how we should behave or how we should act or how we should think. And so as we start to change, as we start changing the conversation internally to say, wait a minute here, potentially I could choose to treat myself. I could choose to carve out some minutes in the day to spend time for myself, not to mention that I could choose to go back to work or I could choose to change um, jobs or I could choose to stay home because that is what I know is what I need. 
And the more I pour into myself, the more I have available to pour into others. And so I want us to maybe have this conversation around what does it look like to value ourselves, to treat ourselves well? Because I think at the heart of this treat yourself movement, right, is this idea that we are worthy enough, that we should value ourselves enough to spend time on us to recognize our, our worth. And yes, treating yourself can be about buying things. It can be about buying for, in, in Parks and Rec, this fictional world, right? It was about buying luxurious items and services. And it can be that for you. But it also can be, and for me, it's an important recognition of the fact that I have worth and that I matter and that I deserve to have a place in line and that I get the sense of control even when it feels like I don't have any control. I get to control what it looks like. I get to control the narrative. And so I want you to start thinking about right now how do you treat yourself? How do you take care of yourself right now? Let's, let's first define how you do that. It might be purchasing massages, right? That might be how you take care of yourself. For me, it's um, investing in, in um, people, right? That, that, um, help me, that the, the virtual assistants that help me that are dear to my work. It's right. This is how I treat myself um, in all ways. And and it might be uh, working with a dietitian and a yoga um, teacher, but it could be taking a bath at the end of the day. It could be taking five minutes when everybody is running and crazy around you to sit and to breathe and to meditate. It's the action, yes, that you take. So how are you doing that? But more importantly, we know that the way to change the action, the way to start treating yourself well, is changing your thoughts about you. And so many women don't feel empowered to change that narrative because they've heard it from all places that a good mom does this, a good employee, a good business owner, a good fill in the blank. This is the manual for how you should behave. We're just gonna rewrite that gonna decide that we matter, that we have worth. I also, in this work, I want you to decide how you want to treat yourself. For me, it's meditation. It's, it's spending five to 10 minutes in silence, right? It's 
truly for me, the way I treat myself and set myself up for mental wellness, emotional health, is by writing in my journal every morning doing that brain download. It's getting all my thoughts out, swirling around in my head. For me, it's, it's, it's that. It's, it's that's treating myself. It's knitting. It's yoga. It's reading and, and not being um, embarrassed that I read, right? You guys have, you might have heard me discuss that I have always not shared. So it wasn't flying. It was just not sharing how much I read because I didn't want people to judge me for not paying atten enough attention to my children. I can assure you that my children get enough attention. <laughs> they are loved beyond measure. And the time I spend with them is quality time. But it was so interesting because I had an idea that, that I shouldn't spend time reading or doing the things. Maybe for you, it's cooking a new recipe. It's um, doing a personal retreat or a staycation. What would your list include? How do you want to take care of yourself to treat yourself? I want you to spend some time making a treat yourself list, really and truly. And I've had a lot of questions about this over the years because a lot of times I'll have clients like what I'll ask them, what do you do to fill yourself up, to make yourself feel like yourself again, to feel whole and to feel worthy and valued? What is on that list? A lot of times they'll say, I don't know. And so then they start asking me questions. Is this self-care? Absolutely it is. Aren't we supposed to love others as ourselves? Yes, right? Like it, it becomes like, it, is this um, anti, is this a spiritual practice or is this a, a non-spiritual? Is this, does this go against my principles? We have to love ourselves before we can have the capacity to love others. We have to love the divine and understand that we are loved beyond measure and that we are children of a creator and that we have this immense ability to love and to be loved to be known and to know know others and i always say you'll love others as much as you have the capacity to love yourself and vice versa. So are you filling yourself up? Are you telling yourself that you matter every day? Because here's what I know. You have the ability, you have the potential, you have the opportunity to change your story right now. And that starts first with 
deciding that you're ready to change, to making a commitment to seeing yourself as worthy enough to do something, something every day to treat yourself. So sweet friends, I just wanna encourage you. I wanna empower you. I wanna invite you to write a list and start doing it. Treat yourself. I love it, sweet friends. Okay, if this struck a chord with you, if this is something that you're like, this is hard because I have all of these stories of why this can't happen. I, I, I feel you. And don't think for a second that I haven't come up with all of, of the thoughts. I'm a single mom. I don't have money. Da, da, da. Right, like all, the list goes on. I have no time. Everybody else needs me. But here's the deal. You can't pour from an empty cup, as cliche as that is. So take some time for you today. Okay, sweet friends. Um, next week, we're talking about abundance. So I can't wait to hear what you think, your ideas. Um, make sure you tag me on social media. Um, also, if you're ready to set your fall up for success, now is the time to get on the list for my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. I'm opening two spots up. So if that is you, if you're like, I'm ready, I'm ready to do this. I've got two, I will have two spots um, that I'm opening up to get started for the fall. It's three month commitment. Um, you're gonna do the work, you're gonna do it um, in partnership. You, you have all the answers inside of you, sweet friends. That's what coaching is. I help you discover that you know it. You just have to create the space to find it. You have to treat yourself. One of the best ways you can treat yourself is to invest in coaching to help you know yourself deeply and truly. So send me a message. Hello at jessicastein.com. I cannot wait. You can also find how to sign up for a free consultation with me on my website. Okay, sweet friends. Can't wait to talk to you. I'll see you soon. Bye. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.